Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. It is Sunday, May 15th. I hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful day. This is your daily financial news. This is a new show that is now 1,000 plus days in a row. So that means Saturdays, Sundays, birthdays, Christmas, New Year's. We talk money. We talk financing. Something I've been doing for 30 years. Now I just take a bunch of notes and talk to my phone. So welcome, subscribe, like, comment. This is a community. We are getting better together. A couple of quick things. You've seen me break out some wild and colorful shirts. You often ask, so I wanted to get this on video. These are usually Robert Graham limited edition shirts. Uh, I like color. I like uh I like to be happy when I wear my clothes. So Robert Graham, limited edition, if you'd like to ask, which many, many of you have. So check them out. I like his stuff. Uh, On to the daily financial news. The first thing I want to talk about is right here, Affirm. Affirm is essentially, uh, at least I give them credit for the growing buy now, pay later. This is something that in my day was called layaway, but now you can buy it, you can pay a little bit back, and it it had a good earnings announcement. I look at a firm as someone who has studied the consumers for 30 years. I look at a firm having great numbers, beat expectations, more earnings, growing book of loans, and I go, is a firm is a firm doing well a sign that the consumer is doing well or is the consumer so stretched that they are turning to a firm to continue living a lifestyle they can't afford i unfortunately think that a firm doing well doing amazing is actually the canary in the coal mine. I believe the American consumer and likely the world consumer does the following. I've been studying them for 30 years. Doesn't mean I'm right, but this is what I think. One, if they have the money in the account and they feel good, they will pay cash. If they are working and they're feeling good, they don't have the money, they will use a credit card. If they are getting nervous, and their credit cards have already been run up, but they want to keep flexing. They want to keep living the high life. They will turn now to companies like Affirm. I believe Affirm will look good on paper for another quarter, maybe two, but then their book of business, their loans will deteriorate because they don't actually have the collateral. It's already been consumed or spent. I don't know. I could be wrong. I did not look at a firm's business model in detail. I didn't even read all of their financial statements. Maybe they sell the loans, who knows? But I think about the consumer and 
I am not left with a warm and fuzzy feeling about the consumer when a firm is doing well. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Next up, let's talk about the top 10 bubble cities. Now, the article didn't actually call them bubble cities, but you knew that's what they were talking about. So I'm going to give you a list of the top 10, but I want you to guess what 10 cities have seen home appreciation exceed wages, wage growth. Top 10. Go ahead, leave comments below, guess a couple. If you're watching this live, go ahead and take a couple of guesses. If you're watching this on replay, pause the video, leave comments below. Let's see how you do. You don't have to guess all 10, but take a shot at a couple. I will answer that momentarily. And then for bonus points, bonus points, you and I need to talk about why. That is the important thing because Again, doing the math and pointing at pretty charts in your mom's basement is interesting. But if you don't ask why and has that reason changed, you're actually making unwise or foolish decisions based on pretty charts. Next, I have been saying for at least two months now, recessions are natural parts of the business cycle. The Fed and our government have tried to delay recessions for about a decade. It is here. Winter is here. It is no longer coming. Stagflation this year, nasty recession next year. I don't say this to scare you. I say this to help you prepare and then thrive. I am excited because if you watch my channel and you watch my experts, I have been busy preparing for six months, maybe even nine months. Again, go back and watch the videos. They're all there. I've shown you what we have done and encouraged you to do. So prepare and thrive. California, good old King Newsom. He has got a nine, well, I want to be accurate so I don't get misquoted. How much money does he have? $97 billion surplus. California has roughly 40 million people in it. Gavin Newsom could send each of us $2,450 back. He could. I'm not saying he should, but he could. I want him to invest in dams, uh, uh, utilities, all of these things. In California, we actually have enough water or rain. It just comes in odd cycles, right? El Nino, El Nino, I don't know, whatever. These freaking weather patterns. And we get enough rain, but we don't have enough place to collect the water. So, Mr. King, invest in your infrastructure. Build more dams. Stop having brownouts. Stop having blackouts. Invest in your state. Add infrastructure projects, which will also create jobs into a recession. I don't think he will do that. He will give the money away to this or that. And then he will come begging for money next year. Because trust me, you have a $97 billion surplus this year. You ain't having that next year. There's no capital gains this year. There's no... Elon Musk, you know, 13% of his taxes coming. Nope, not happening. Sorry, prepare, invest. And then finally, I got some data on Phoenix, Arizona. Again, got a real estate agent that sent me some numbers, so I wanted to share those with you. So what's going on in addition to all of this? Again, remember, take your guess on top 10 cities. I will be there in a minute. Airline prices. Again, airline prices are very interesting. They were the large uptick in our CPI. Folks, they're going higher. 
diesel is going higher. I stand by my call that CPI for May, which will be reported in June, is going to go up, which is going to shock everyone. And I dare I say, even cause the Fed to do 75 versus 50 basis points. Um, where else do I want to go? Uh, let's do the top 10 cities right now. Uh, we're going to do them in reverse order, 10 to 1. Number 10, Raleigh, North Carolina. Nine, Salt Lake City, Utah. Eight, Provo, Utah. Tampa, Florida. Ogden, Utah. Phoenix, Arizona. Cape Coral, Florida. Northport, Florida. Boise, Idaho. And number one, Austin, Texas. That stuff is very interesting. Uh, Prices going up more than wages are a potential bubble indicator, yes. But having one chart, one metric, and calling a bubble is disingenuous. It is trying to create emotion where maybe logic would be better served. I want to ask you, of all of those cities, what do you think happened? It is really quite simple. These cities have seen a disproportionate amount of California, New York investors selling their homes for stupid numbers and buying cash. These out-of-state buyers are coming in and they're not so price sensitive. They sold a million four 1950s ranch and they're like, sure, I'll buy a 600K house. They are not impacted by local wages. The error in calling a city a bubble is not appreciating where the buyers are coming. Buyers sold this, moved their cat, moved their price over, paid cash, no loan. So if wages aren't there, it doesn't matter. They don't have a mortgage. So yes, local buyers are hurt when out-of-state buyers come in mass. And what did we see the last two years? We saw waves of people leave California, leave New York. It is obvious. And these cities are highlighted by U-Haul and Box and all of these other you know, storage things saying this is where people are going. So it should be expected. Lastly, these places were not ready for the wave of buyers rich with money. They weren't building enough, right? They were building for 2019 population. 2020 comes. Migration triples. They weren't ready. So that's why prices are exceeding wages. It is pretty, pretty standard. Next up, I read an article uh, from CNBC Make It. I want to give credit to the author, Ryan Emery. And this was from a gentleman named Grant Sabatier, I'm going to say. The reason I want to talk about this is Grant highlights seven levels of financial independence. Lots of us want financial independence. I talk about it a lot in my Get Your Money Right course, but I I love how Grant broke down the level. So let's go to the, the seven together and ask where you are today and where you want to be. The most important thing as we go through this, 50, 50% of you, at least according to the article, are at level two. Yes, folks, level two on seven levels. So number one, number one level of financial freedom is clarity. Basically, where are you and where you want to go? 
this is step one of my get your money right course. Understand your budget, track your expenses, understand your freedom number. How close to the razor's edge are you living? It is amazing that 50% of folks don't even know that. You are living to paycheck to paycheck. You are living on credit and you don't even know. If you want to be financially independent and you don't know where you are today, you haven't even done step one and that's unfortunate. Step two of financial freedom according to Grant Sabatier, self-sufficiency. When I read that, I didn't know what it meant. What he meant by self-sufficiency is you are not living on mom and dad. You are not getting gifts for rent or your cell phone or your Netflix sharing passwords. You are living on your own by your own means, your own income. And again, 50% of people are here. Crazy. Number three, breathing room. You're not, not necessarily living paycheck to paycheck. You have what I call disposable income. Again, if you follow what I talk about, there is only one metric that counts. I don't care about net worth. I don't care about your income. You want to impress me? Double, triple your disposable income. And he calls that breathing room. Stability. No bad debt. Six-month cash reserve. I like that. I like that. Flexibility. Man, two years, two years of expenses tucked away. You could lose your job for a year and not even notice. That is pretty impressive. Number six, financial independence. You can live on your assets. The income that your assets produce pays your lifestyle. And number seven, abundant wealth. You're not concerned about dollars. You have more than you can ever spend. So again, folks, uh, where are you at? Lots of you, and let's just be honest, fail at number one. You have not done the work. You don't know where you are. Most of you probably have moved out of mom and dad's house and you're not getting gifts. You're not having somebody else pay for your lifestyle. Let's at least start to work to get to breathing room. Needs versus wants. Increase your income. All these things we talk about on this channel with all my experts, it's right there for you. So again, folks, I don't know about you, but it scares me when a firm does well. We talked about the 10 cities. How many did you get right? Again, recession, bear market. They're all scary. I've been telling you winter is coming. You can actually search winter is coming on my, on my videos and see that we've been talking about it for a while. Winter is here. Winter is here. Prepare so you can thrive. All right, folks, it's Sunday. I think we've got three amazing guests uh, today. So hopefully uh, we will get those videos out. Take care of yourself. And we will be back tomorrow, 730 Daily Financial News. And as we round it out, let's congratulate Brian for getting his deal, Don for getting his deal, and Eric for getting his deal. Folks, we are still doing these cards. I will do these hopefully for the rest of my life. If one rental at a time helped you, I want to send you a card, take a selfie, frame the picture. You are part of the movement. We are helping the middle class thrive, grow, improve. Bye.